Welcome to Tech Talk Nation, talking about the latest tech, industry news, and hot topics. Broadcasting from Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana. With your host, Matthew Fitzgerald. Good evening and welcome to Tech Talk Nation. I'm your host, Matt Fitzgerald, joining you once again to talk about another great week in tech. Tonight, I am joined by two of my good friends, Ryan and Noah. Ryan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing swell, Matt. How are you doing? I am doing all right. It has been a very long week. And my <laughs> good friend, Noah, who is, this is first time on the show, and do uh, you want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit, Noah? Yep. Uh, hi, I'm Noah. I'm an aerospace engineer here at Purdue, uh, third year studying. Um, I know airplanes. I don't know much about <laughs> tech, but uh, we'll see how this goes. Thanks for having me, Matt. Uh, you are welcome, good sir. So, without further ado, I don't think the recording's working tonight, but I I know where I could get a backup of this, so we, we should be fine. Um, so with that, I think we should just get straight into the... Just make sure not to use all my A-plus content. Your A-plus content. My good material. Oh, gosh. <laughs> all right. Without further ado, why don't we just get straight into the tech news? All right, so do you want me to go first today, or do you want to go first? Uh, I can go either way. Would you like me to go first? I can sure, go. you can go first. All right, everybody. Time to talk about my favorite company, and my favorite, I mean, I bash on them every week. Apple. Oh, great. <laughs> so this is an interesting uh, an interesting change Apple's looking to make in their MacBooks. Uh, they're looking to switch over from their typical Intel x86 processors to ARM processors. Really? Now, really. Wow. Yeah. In-house ARM processors as well. Now, for the fine, fine people at home who may or may not know what that means, I'm putting my hand up now for reference because I have no Great. idea. Great. Well, then I'll, I'll talk directly to you. Awesome. Fantastic. So, right now they have uh, all the processors made by Intel, who you know have made computer processors for what three decades, four decades. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're long I think time. They've been around forever. Yeah. So that's on what's called x86 processor, which is what's kind of built and made for computers. Uh, ARM, what they're looking to switch over for, is what they have in their phones. So, like, you're 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 using an iPhone right now. Your iPhone has an yes. ARM processor in it. Yes. So, which is a different structure meant to you know burn less power more or less, and kind of you get different speeds out of it than you would x86 because they're different. They're different they're built on physical different. architectures for computer yeah. processors because a lot of people just see that as a little brown square, but people like Ryan and I look inside <laughs> and we say, we say, holy cow, there are 10 billion There's transistors in there. In there. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be a huge difference. Uh, first off, they'd go to all in-house uh, built processors for all their computers, which who knows? Uh, you know, that's a completely different paradigm compared to what they've had before. Uh, right. In the past, when they rely on Intel, they get to say, oh, hey, you know how fast this Intel chip is. We're putting it in our computer. Now it's all their stuff built. Right. But uh, I think the real reason they're doing this and what's really interesting about it is when they switch over to ARM processors, uh, in theory, you could take an iPhone app and throw that on a MacBook with almost no problems at all. Right. I mean, granted, they'd have to rewrite macOS to be able to allow Oh, yeah, macOS would be a complete overhaul as well. Oh, yeah. But 
the physical instruction sets yeah. that because in, in case people don't know, they show like this pretty code flashing across the screen on a, in uh, movies and on TV and stuff, but that's not what a processor sees. Like, in, in very, 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 very basic terms, the processor sees, put this here, add these, bring it back. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an interesting process. Right. Right. So that's, that's going to be a very interesting move for them because... Um, that would change up their entire... It changes a lot, and it makes... They're bringing up, like, a million other questions. Because, right. like, everyone knows uh, Apple for involvement in, say, like... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, audio and uh, video uh, production. Right, like creative work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd be real curious to see what happens when they switch architectures. Completely. And then... Well, iPhone apps and uh, iPad apps and all that stuff wouldn't have to be rewritten for the new Mac. Things like Final Cut Pro would need a complete overhaul. You need a completely new uh, Adobe suite for uh, Mac. Right, right. They'd have to so, do all yeah, that. There's work. a lot of changes that end up happening. Uh, I'm curious what the benefits are. Right. Cost, probably. Well, yeah, if they're doing everything Cost in house. Yeah. Gotta realize probably too. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I imagine all the stuff they normally build would be beefed up to uh, computer scale rather than phone scale. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. So I don't know how much power they would or would not be saving. Uh, I'm not that specialized. Right. Uh, I think. I think overall ARM is more uh, efficient, but yeah, at the cost of some speed sometimes. I don't know. Suffice to say, it is a huge change and a very interesting change. Oh, like I'm really conflicted on this because I don't. When's the last like ARM computer that's come out? Well, they the Chromebooks technically are on. True. Any Chromebook. You can really call that a computer though. Fair. Yeah, it's more like a shell, but a shell that connects to the internet. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so tough to say like whether or not they'll pull it off. I mean, obviously Apple's got a great team down there. whether or not they can pull it off. I think moving to all in-house manufacturing is a good move on Apple's yeah. part as a business decision, but I don't know how much the, the tech's going to catch up with where it needs to be yeah. brought up to work. I mean, they do have the company size to yeah do everything in-house. They're right. massive. Right. Oh, man. I just think it's a real interesting move. Uh, expect that in probably late 2020, maybe 2021, depending on how, you know. That's assuming everything, goes. everything actually works out. Too. Yeah. So if people don't push back too hard or any of these big software vendors. Well, people won't think about it probably for a while. And, yeah. and when has that ever made Apple change the decision? Honestly. <laughs> Fair. I mean, going back Fair. to even the Apple, Apple Newton, care. no one cares. Right. Apple. Apple's known for two things, for proprietary ports that no one cares about <laughs> and not giving really any care for what other people have to say. Right. Examples of FireWire and Lightning ports. Oh, okay. And the, didn't they have Pegasus for a while? Wasn't that one of the things they did? Uh, I don't know. How far back in the region? I'm going like 08, maybe. Like early. Uh, I don't know what Pegasus is. I know FireWire. It, it was some kind of like extension that plugged into the back of an iMac, and then it had a bunch of little mini 
SDs in it or something like that, and you. I think that may have, may have been a, an accessory for the thing. Yeah, it was an, it was an accessory. Okay. Nobody bought it. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could see why. Sorry if you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nobody in our You're eyes now. Good. So, I have an article for us. Uh, here's this is a really interesting thing, and it's kind of technology, kind of not. Uh, Stamps.com, the place where you buy stamps for the U.S. Postal Service, is not selling U.S. Postal Service stamps <laughs> anymore. Uh, their stock plummeted 50, more than 50%. Last time I checked, it was down 57% today Jeez. because they decided to end their exclusive partnership with the United States Postal Service. So we've got a stamp company that doesn't sell stamps. What are they selling? <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's the thing. It says <laughs> it says that they can't tell anymore. We it don't says know. They're they're looking to other shipping providers to uh, try and make like better uh, relationships with. Beca- and they actually cited Amazon as one of the biggest reasons why they wanted to end the partnership Oof. with the USPS. Oh. Is Amazon kind of kind of become a shipping company now? Yes. Remember last week? No. What? <laughs> we literally talked about how they were buying like 10 planes. Oh, that was someone else. Or wait. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's I didn't listen to last week's show, I'm ashamed to say. <sighs> I know. I hurt your feelings. I know. I but okay. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a busy person. Yeah, we, we talked about how Amazon's really moving into more of a shipping company and becoming basically, God. basically a uh, massive, massive... How long before Bezos just owns the world and loses it half of it in his next divorce? I give it five minutes. Before <laughs> <laughs> he owns At the everything race. and then loses half of it to his ex-wife. I'm surprised he doesn't have a full head of hair again, honestly. I mean, just, <laughs> you can afford it. Yeah, I mean, look at, uh, wow, very Musk. I mean, yeah. a few years ago, Bosley's gotten very impressive, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Interesting to say the least, and um, basically says that with here that uh, Stamps opted to discontinue a shipping partnership with the Postal Service so it can fully embrace partnerships with other carriers who we think will be well positioned to win in the shipping business in the next five years. And this is from CNN. It's a bold decision for Stamps.com to not sell stamps. Uh, I don't know, maybe it'll end up one of those weird uh, legacy names that just kind of persist. Right. Right. But, eh, it is what it is. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Sucks for their shareholders, though. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's investing in stamps.com, but, all right. <laughs> Did we ruin your life with that, telling you stamps.com plummeted? All my money in stamps. (laughs) Yep. Forget gold and Bitcoin. Put it all in stamps. No, no, please don't. Don't. (laughs) Please don't. Tech Talk Nation does not uh, condone the putting of all resources into stamps. Uh, Well, recommend. We don't recommend. Just with the disclaimer, we are not financial professionals, and any advice is your decision, not ours, and should be taken with a grain of salt. Legal disclaimer: We are not responsible for any money lost or gained. Lost or gained through our advice. How, how good are you guys as lawyers again? Eh? Lawyers? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a law school. I'm not going to IU for that. 
All right. So. so next story? Next story. You have a story, Ryan? Oh, it's <laughs> that time again where we talk about Facebook screwing over people's privacy. Oh, God. It's like one of these episodes. It's every week. Almost. It's, look, it's just going to become a weekly segment where A, I rag on Apple for a decision they make, and B, Facebook does something stupid. <laughs> so here's the Facebook does something stupid area. Okay. Not even Facebook. This is a... Uh, it's weird and interesting. So, not only does uh, Facebook sell your data, apparently they also buy it. <laughs> really? Yeah, so here's an interesting thing. So, a lot of health and fitness apps are actually giving their data to Facebook as well. Really? Among which being uh, workout schedules, body weight things, uh, let's see, menstrual cycles, pregnancies, all these weird health apps. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've been giving stuff to Facebook, and it's kind of disquieting. Facebook's becoming like that—that that jealous ex that just wants to know everything <laughs> about wants you, to know everything. health even. Like, right, right. Like that's 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 where it's kind of like. At least he has the decency to, to check up on. Look out through your windows, you. and you see Mark Zuckerberg staring through the curtains across the street. One <laughs> <laughs> eye peering out. That's what I see. Yeah, it's just that time to go once again. It's terrifying how much Facebook knows. Yep. But when's he going to get to the point where they start buying every second house just to start checking <laughs> up on their neighbors? They can just buy cameras on top of everything to stare at everyone. Bingo. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, it's real weird. So with that data, they can say, oh, hey, you know, this person's kind of a health nut. We're going to advertise this, this, and that to them. This person's uh, missed, or this person's pregnant. You can sell this, this, and this to them. There's all these weird things that they know and they can do with the data and oh man i don't like it <laughs> I mean, to some extent that's not really a new thing i mean we've all heard about the um, new story when target well, started is, yeah. using target ads oh yeah absolutely this is a little bit different in the fact that it's not facebook. Well, it, it's personal data too so. it's data from other apps that's being sent to facebook that facebook oh. isn't an owner in or anything that's the yeah they're they're buying the data buying or at least getting sent it i'm not clear on what but either way so my Apple Watch is coming off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't think Apple's giving your data. In all fairness, Apple's really pretty good about that. Eh. Well, they'll yes keep no. they'll keep terrorist data. True. Apple, yeah, yeah. they tend they're yeah they're decent about that. Oh, you don't want to rag on Apple again? This is your chance. I'm, I'm setting you up. You're not even setting me up that well. Oh, because they on. do actually they are okay with that. At least compared to other companies, man. Do I need a more blanket statement? If I just say I love my iPhone, is that setting you up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can rag on iPhones that way. <laughs> but yeah, I think the point is panic. Facebook knows everything about you and Mark Zuckerberg's watching your every move. I think that's the moral of the story here. Right. Matt, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Uh, I Why don't we take a break and we'll come right back. That sounds uh, lovely. To talk about more technology. So, with that, we will be right back. You're listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tech Talk Nation will be right back. Tech Talk Nation is brought to you by Fitzgerald Tech Solutions. We live in the digital world. Everyone is on the internet at least once a day. It is commonplace for every business, individual, and organization to have a website. You need a website to stay competitive. At Fitzgerald Tech Solutions, we provide you with everything you need for your internet presence. 
Whether you want to take the more DIY approach by buying web hosting services on our fast, US-based servers with industry-leading software, or allowing us to do the web designing and multimedia creation services for you. You can know that you are getting high quality, reliable, and cost-effective services that you need to stay ahead in the market. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your timeline. We work efficiently to make sure that you get what you want as soon as possible. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your needs. Whether you are someone looking to get your own website or a large company looking for a fresh look, we can amaze you with our skills and expertise. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions fits your budget. We make sure that great websites don't break the bank and will not stop until you are 100% satisfied. Fitzgerald Tech Solutions. Tech. We get it. You're listening to Wiley Radio. Welcome back to Tech Talk Nation. And welcome back to Tech Talk Nation. Uh, we were talking over the break about a couple of different stories that we had uh, queued up for next time, and then you got kind of distracted on weather. Uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, let's get back straight into the news. All right. So the first kind of story I have after the break here is about uh, a um, U.S. firm, Thermo Fisher Scientific, that is refusing to sell DNA collection equipment to China, more specifically a certain region where they forced people to come and get health checks, which is interesting. Interpret that as you will. Oh, I will. I've, I'm actually well read on this uh, part of the thing. I've been paying attention to this one for a little while. Uh, the U.S. firm was selling certain DNA equipment to China that they were planning on. So here's how China was using it. They were creating uh, DNA databases for people who were of a very specific descent in a northern Chinese province. Right. Where they tend to have, uh, what do you call it, rather strong uh, Islamic beliefs. And they were monitoring these people very, very heavily and being, you know, generally what China has kind of become a a little bit tyrannical in uh, their obsession to know everything that their uh, citizens are doing and punish them for the wrong things. Yeah. So this company was selling them the technology for a while, and I think in the last like week or two, there was a big press outrage that actually picked it up this time, and they stopped finally. Huh. I might be mischaracterizing a couple things in there, but I think I got the bones that's, of it that, right. That's, that's about right, and uh, I, I completely agree with Thermo Fisher's. Uh, opinion, like decision on this. I feel like it's a good idea for them to kind of realize that there's a wrong. They're kind of feeding the wrong and doing what they can. To I call bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. You think it's just a stunt? Supposed to keep things a little bit uh, cleaner than that, but uh, I think that if there was no outrage that got picked up and amplified, they would not have done a thing. I think they would have kept on selling the technology for the money. Okay. Okay. Fair. I completely understand your perspective. <laughs> so that's about enough for that one. <laughs> uh, here's here's one that Noah would find pretty interesting. Oh boy, Virgin Galactic made a space plane that reached the edge of space with its first passenger on board. Huh? 
so what do you mean to say about that? <laughs> You're aerospace. I am aerospace. That's I, a, I assume you know that's everything. That's a great observation. Uh, actually, I haven't <laughs> read up on this too much. Um, but that's interesting. I mean, th this kind of stuff's been in development for a very, very long time, dating back to, I mean, old Lockheed models that have only been produced once, you know. And the, the idea of taking an airplane to the edge of space and then going farther, it, it's... The idea is increasing efficiency in this case. So if you can get to space without having to use the cost of rockets and use rocks or, you know, solid-state, liquid propellant, all that stuff, then you can severely cut down the cost and make space travel more approachable. Not to mention the loss of um, uh, friction once you get into out of the atmosphere. Right, right. It says they uh, made history by sending the USS Unity to a height of 51.4 miles, an altitude that a lot of people consider to be the start of space. Uh, VSS, not USS. Yes, VSS. The USS is safe, I guess. Right, exactly. Well, I gotta say, good good for Virgin in this case. I mean, a lot of news we get from SpaceX and other recent launches. In fact, just last night, uh, SpaceX launched another one. I don't know which rocket, but I, I just watched the launch, but putting some putting satellite into space as they always do. I'm not a big fan, personally, of, um, of Elon Musk's ventures in general. <laughs> Even the ones that are space-related. Yeah, you're looking at me for I watched one too many disappointing uh, launches, so that's just me. But I mean, Virgin's got, uh, personally, uh, Matt, you're going to find this interesting. Virgin's business model is just, in my opinion, revolutionary. Um, they, they focus on more small businessy kind of aspects. They break off and they don't have too many employees. Um, I think it's great for them to, to get this kind of progress. Very cool. Very cool. And I'm very excited to see you know, where they go with it, too. Exactly, exactly. And the cool thing that they mentioned here is the first time that it carried three a pilot, a co-pilot, and a So that's that's interesting. Like actually, in theory, a plane, like it actually passed. Right. So and, I mean, Virgin was one of the first people to hop on this idea of let's take passengers into space, even before um, SpaceX was really off the ground at all. So right. I mean, the fact they've been overshadowed in recent times off the ground. Sorry. No, Pardon that was my a great Thank you, thank you. I'll keep you up all day. I mean, the fact that SpaceX has been stealing a lot of the thunder, I think, is more due to sensationalism than actually progress. Okay. If Batman wanted to move to Johannesburg, he'd have followers. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you also have him getting you know, investigated by the FFA for smoking weed once. <laughs> On a radio show. On a radio show. Well, podcast. Well, yeah. basically what we're doing now. Yeah. Minus the weed. Everyone knows, yeah, minus there's not clean. We are all sober here. Correct. Correct. Uh, so, <laughs> on that note, does anybody else have any, anything they want to talk about today? Um, I'm not done with China. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I remember bringing up, uh, I think two or three weeks ago, that uh, the U.S. is giving a lot of uh, funny looks towards uh, Huawei. Right. Right now, our guests are the biggest 5G manufacturers for the next set of infrastructure for faster speed for all of our phones. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we're apparently doubling down on that OS to the point where we're saying we won't even share intelligence with countries that are using uh, Huawei for their uh, modems and whatnot. Really? Yeah, because uh, we believe, I guess, they're compromised. Wow. 
We being the U.S. You haven't personally dissected a phone yet? No, I haven't picked up on a Huawei phone. Well, I gotta send mine in for a pair of training. how many lines of code and hardware and oh yeah who has that kind of time right. someone at the cia hopefully hopefully or the nsa rather that's what they have jobs for so. exactly oh recent shutdowns <laughs> let's uh, steer away from that area <laughs> <laughs> all right well i don't forget my story then. Oh, okay <laughs> any anything else before we uh end off for the week because i i my laptop just died and i I'm interested. What's you guys' take on the whole Amazon situation in New York? Okay. So, in my opinion, the situation with Amazon in New York is just a flaunt of corporate power. Basically, um, having Amazon say, hey, we're going to do this. Oh, wait, nope, no, we're not. Sorry. Um, it's just a way to kind of incentivize other people to give them a better, better rate, better deals, and basically using their corporate... They're such a large company that can bring so many jobs and such an income boost to whatever state they're located. Basically, they're going to be like, hey, um, what can we do to accommodate you? And basically, Amazon's picking the picking the lowest bidder, bidder in this case. Like, here's what this state can give you the most tax benefits, the most, like, I, I don't have to pay money for this. Yeah, there's another side of that. Uh, on one on one hand, yes, it's a business. Their goal is to make as much money as possible. That's you know the stated goal of a business. But uh, I mean, on the other hand, it might not be like the kind of cynical calculator to move your money out. It might actually be when you move to like a place like you. I mean, all right, it's definitely you know. It's, I'm not. I'm saying like maybe it's not really express purpose of trying to. Uh, get someone else to throw better tax benefits their way. Because when, uh, if New York's not playing ball with them quite right, right, one of the problems is New York has to give them such a big tax cut, because when you hire all your employees to New York, you're actually paying more for those employees than you are somewhere else, because of just the cost of living in New York is just that much higher than everyone else. So you have to pay your employees a better wage to be able to, you know, do okay in New York. What I'm saying. Building off of that, the New York business climate isn't that great for a big business such as Amazon to move into, per se. Um, 
and the powers that be haven't been particularly friendly towards their entrance into the, into the market there. So that's not that's that, yeah, exactly. So they owe it to that unbusiness friendly market. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's interesting to see where they'll move. Uh, if I remember correctly, they were looking at a couple places. Uh, North Carolina was one, Florida's another. Yeah, Rick Scott just threw Florida's, uh, yeah. Florida's pat in the wind. I think Texas also Wait, made a couple right. offers. Texas, that'd be, yes. that'd be interesting. Another company in that southwestern region. Texas actually has a lot of, uh, Head, not headquarters, but like smaller uh, offices there. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Microsoft has a pretty big office there. Apple's got one or two there. Uh, who else is it? I think Google might have one there too, although I'm not confident on that one. But yeah. I mean, personally, I always like to hear Texas is doing well just because Houston, but you know, that's okay. That's my space talk there. Oh, space, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I hear Houston has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's the stupidest joke I'll make all day. That's, That's okay. uh, yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Amazon goes. Obviously, it'll be a big boom to whoever's economy they choose to uh, benefit. Right. Uh, something to keep an eye on. Totally. Totally. So as we look forward to that, hold on. I have one more thing I want to talk about. Because I think it's very interesting. All right. It's a, it's a smartphone. Okay. Uh. Samsung officially announced and kind of showed off uh, a folding smartphone. Okay. Oh, yeah. I believe I was talking about this the other week. Uh, I remember calling it maybe clunky and maybe not the best business move. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they showed off a better prototype this time. And actually, it looks nice. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, 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 yeah. <laughs> so what it is is you have... Uh, I saw that demo actually. Yeah, that's yeah. excessive. But it does. I mean, I mean it's it speaks to. to I, I know, but it's you just. Ask, why you would you have? I can barely do one thing at once, let alone three. You don't have to use any screens. You can have Spotify in one. You can have I don't know Google in the other. I think Google open one thing and then like when we're done, okay, on the Googles. On the Googles. That's a that's a great just as a marketing technique that kind of presentation I think is great because it not only shows the capacity of the phone to function in general but also just the processing power to run three three apps at once. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. That they, I don't think they talked all that much about uh, was how it had the power to do that. Well, they were probably running you know shell programs. For Obviously, them. a lot of RAM. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is an there is a, an important detail to point out, which would be the price tag. Uh, $20, $20 short of costing two grand. Oh my. Holy cow. Nineteen eighty. So, two iPhone Xs. Yes. And for that price, you can get one of the best spec'd out laptops you Yep. To be fair, you are basically buying two iPhone Xs. Apple spec'd out laptop, obviously. Like a normal spec'd out. Yeah. So... It's all a novelty right now. This will become more mainstream. Yes, no. I, I mean, still think it's a novelty. 
in development for quite a while now. I mean, it's been, there's been that back and forth of who'd have it first, Samsung or Apple. You know. Oh, Apple never had a uh, Did they never? chance for being first people to release a full phone. I thought they, I thought they um, put out a patent for it or something. I mean, they did. The problem is, I, uh, to my knowledge, Apple doesn't do any of their own screen technology. Mm. To my knowledge, all their screens come from other people, specifically Samsung. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think that was ever in the cards for them to be the first ones to do it. But in all fairness, they haven't been the first ones to do something since Steve Jobs was alive, quite frankly. <laughs> Probably before then, even. Yeah. Really what they've been is they've been good at taking other technologies, improving them, and slapping them in their phones. Right. But yeah. Uh, I don't think it'll be a success. I don't think anyone does. I don't think Samsung thinks it'll be a success. I think it's an opportunity to show off. Uh, yes. Period. On the other hand, it's, to me, extremely conceivable to completely do away with a laptop for most people and only use a smartphone that you can, like, I say, attach a keyboard to. Really? Okay. Yeah, I could easily see a lot of people being able to get away with that. Yeah. Uh, not everyone, obviously. Uh, I'm one person who'd require a laptop. Oh, completely. So anyone in college would, would be that way. <laughs> anyone, pretty much anyone in college. English majors, music majors, anybody's going to be a computer in college. Not necessarily. For the most part, yeah. For an English major, you can get away with just being able to type up Word documents on type here. I figured you want a bigger screen just for editing purposes. I mean, honestly, though, you can go to college and do it not on a computer just from using the facilities they have yeah. on campus, but that's so inconvenient, I mean, as yeah. I recently learned in having not I a computer for a week. I mean, I can only speculate so far as I'm not an English major, so I don't know <laughs> what they have to do. Thank they, God. They I think it's mostly, yeah, I think it's mostly typing. To, <laughs> I think it's mostly typing. I, I can't think of many situations where you need, like, video editing or anything like that. Uh, right. I can't imagine it being much more than that, even for... You can record video on the actual thing, and you can edit it on it, I'm sure. I mean, I think you could get away with replacing a laptop completely. I don't know why you would for the price tag of two grand. <laughs> right. I, I just think we're coming to ask smartphones too much at this point. I think it's... it's I don't even think it's a small Samsung's no, it's, it's barely considered a smartphone. It's a small computer. Yeah, it has two batteries in it, by the way. Oh my god. Now, are those going to be exchangeable, too? What do you mean, changeable? Yeah, like what, you swap them out. No. I think All the days right. of swapping out phones are over. But yeah, it's nice to say, uh, it's a very interesting product. Uh, it's something to keep your eye on, but probably not purchase because why would you? Um, who knows? Maybe one day everyone can afford it. But as of today, that's nah, not too grand. Too grand. So with that. I think I'm good. we're going to end on that note of that's an incredibly expensive phone that's very <laughs> cool, but also very expensive. Uh, so I'd like to thank you for joining us tonight for Tech Talk Nation. Please tune in next week to get more tech news uh, and industry trends. And uh, hopefully we'll have Ryan and Noah uh, back, maybe, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Noah wants to come back, but... I have caught the bug. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's that's scary. Uh, but perfect. So tune in next week and there will be more tech.
Tech Talk Nation. Have a great week, and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tune in next week for more discussion on the latest in tech. Visit our website at www.techtalknation.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening to Tech Talk Nation. Tune in next week for more discussion on the latest in tech.